Hello everyone, my name is Ahad Hassan and welcome to Titan Alumni Talks, a weekly podcast where we talk to alumni about their journey as a Titan and where they are today. Having been established in 1957, CSUF is now nearing 300,000 alumni. Because we are a family of Titans, we should ask the question, who are our alumni? Join me every week as we meet some of our CSUF alumni from various industries to answer this question. For today's episode, we have Matthew Sylvester as our guest. He graduated from Cal State Fullerton with a bachelor's in American Studies and a minor in Broadcasting. He now works as the radio media coordinator at Cal State Fullerton. So thank you, Matt, for being with us. Thank you for having me. It's nice to be a guest in my own studio. (laughs) Yeah. So as some of you may know, Matt actually works at Titan Radio, and he just graduated this past spring. Mm -hmm. So he went directly from, well, not directly from being a student, because then you had the job in the middle. We'll get into that. But within a few months, he went from being a student here and you were a DJ here too as well, right? Yeah, I was a DJ here ever since I f- my first semester here at yeah. Cal State Fullerton. You've been doing this for four years. Let's go into your day of life. What do you do here on a day-to-day basis? Every, to be honest, every day is different. I mean, so like one day I'll be helping a student um, just produce their produce their podcast. I mean, I'm not helping you right now. You're the person, you're the host. But I do, you know, help students day to day. And then the next day I could be helping the president of the university produce his podcast. Um, I could be recording audio for Titan TV production. Sometimes I go to classes and talk about audio production too. Um, so it kind of just changes, which is kind of the best part about the job, that there is no day-to-day, you know, basic yeah, so it isn't like regular office work that a lot of people get stuck into, especially after college. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I get to, even though you do see me at my desk a lot, a lot of times I get to walk around the campus, go outside, um, just walk around, try different areas around. So I get a nice change of scenery for sure. Yeah, okay, that's pretty nice. And then you're back to the familiar area where you kind of never left home. Yeah, it's very true, yeah. I love the school, and it does feel like a second home for sure. And where did you grow up? In Fullerton. In Fullerton. So, so you just commuted here and you still are doing the same. Yeah. Uh, even when I was a kid, actually, even when I was like eight or so, I went to Cal State Fullerton baseball games and stuff. Oh, okay. So I've always had a t- uh, connection with the school. So I've noticed that you are a fan of the Chicago Cubs. Is that why you came to Cal State Fullerton? Because baseball? <laughs> no, I, no, no, I have okay. no baseball aspirations, but I do like the Chicago Cubs. Could you guess what sport I played in um, high school, though? It wasn't It wasn't baseball. Tennis. It was tennis, actually. I played tennis in high school, too. Really? Yeah. yeah. Were you captain? I was captain of the varsity team, yeah. Co-captain with my best friend at the time. So you you were a pretty sporty guy. Varsity. Yeah, I love I love watching sports. I'm not always that good at it, but I love watching sports. It's just watching a football game yesterday and seeing I love watching soccer games. So let's get on into what made you major in American studies. I was a communications major for the first two years, and then I, I did study abroad in Italy. And then um, during that time, I, you know, like you said, President Trump did get elected um, and that was a huge change in culture. And I feel like I had never thought about culture in that way. Um, And then all of a sudden after that, I was just really interested in learning more about it, especially being outside of American culture, looking in was a really interesting perspective. So um, a year later, I, I switched to American studies and I don't regret it at all. Best major ever. So what do you learn in American studies? Um, you know, the great thing about it is like every class is different. So for example, some of my favorite classes were like Americans in nature. So that whole course was just about how Americans interact with nature and the positive negative impacts of that everything. Um, another class I took was like America and gaming. So it was, it started off with like very like old style Victorian gaming and like how that became part of our like, you know, casino gaming and like all that type of stuff. And then the part that I really wanted to learn about was like the video game part, which was later on in the class. Um, 
So yeah, it depends on on every class, but really American Studies lets you kind of explore whatever you want to explore. So some people are more interested in like race relations, some people are interested in like technology and how that's changed over the past, you know, century or so. So everyone kind of has a different path. I see. Mm-hmm. So by American Studies, does that only include the U.S. or also North and South America? It would be, I, that's an interesting question, but I feel like in most, in most cases, it's like U.S. culture. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, I see. American studies. So you, how did you know that you wanted to major in communications to begin with? So when I first started college, I wanted to, I don't know, it just felt, it just felt right, I guess. I wanted to do, you know, a lot of, I didn't want to be bound up by a very specific, like, skill-based major, I guess. Like, you know, learning one particular skill, I kind of wanted something more broad. Mm-hmm. So I was really interested in, like, photography and writing um, and just blogging and social media. It was really interesting to me at the time. So I just kind of wanted to learn all about that type of stuff. And then were you also minoring in broadcasting when you were majoring in? No. So what happened with that was I was just going to switch to American studies, actually, and just cut out communications entirely. But then um, later on, I realized that I could just add two classes because I had already taken so many communications courses. I could just add two classes and get a minor. Uh, So I was just like, whatever. Why not? You know, two classes. And it turned out to be great. Those two classes that I actually took towards the end were my favorite communication classes. So it went went well. What books do you read? I read a lot of graphic novels, okay. to be honest. Now that I'm out of college, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just reading more for fun. So I'm reading a lot of graphic novels. I was in a book club for a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, was it The Traveling Pants? It was not, no. It was just a, like three friends that I've known <laughs> oh, for a long, long time, and we all just switched books. But I So I guess to give you an idea of what books I liked, I picked The Road by Cormac McCarthy, which is, if anyone's played Last of Us, it's very similar. It's like a dystopian, you know, two people traveling across the country type of vibe. And the other one I picked was a book about Nordic mythology because I think uh, Norse mythology is really interesting, like Thor and Odin and all that. I don't know. I know. I know you. You play video games. Tell me about your favorite video games. Great transition. I know I, it's fantastic. I love, I'm so good at this. <laughs> I love video games. Yeah. Uh, it was something I was considering if I wanted to do for a while, but kind of going back to what I said before, I'm not a man of technical skill. So I mean, it's not like I could have been like a coder. Like a video game design. Okay. Yeah, or anything like that. I mean, so I I know like HTML a little bit, but nothing like crazy. Uh, but anyway, yes, I do love video games. Um, been playing since I was a kid. Always had the Nintendo and the Sony consoles for most of my life. Never liked Xbox. Sorry, mm. all the Xbox Same. people out there. Um, but yeah, and right now I got a Switch. I got a PS4. Um, I also never been into PC gaming much, oh, but okay. I think PC gaming is really cool. I think for me, I was just a little intimidated by it. Consoles are very like pick up and play friendly. I'm not really too tech savvy with computers as far as the hardware part, oh, like building like graphics design. cards and like mm-hmm. stuff like you know stuff like that. Um, you just like a pre-built, ready to go. It runs the it's game. Good, and it's yeah. guaranteed to run. And and since I've had Sony and Nintendo for so long, like you know, I like Mario games. I like Crash Bandicoot oh, yeah. games. I like you know you know I have my certain <laughs> games that I like with each system now. So, yep. what was your first Nintendo console? An uh, oof. Well, the first one that I was. I mean, I had an older systems because you're gonna call me old for this, but I had a Super Nintendo. Okay. Yeah, which I was, I was already, they were already done making those games by the time that I was like started playing games, but we already had it in my household, so we had that. I played a lot of uh, N64 though; that was my favorite one for sure, and that, then GameCube, obviously. Yeah. I think the N64 or the Game Boy was one of my first. Okay. I don't know which one I got first. I. I, I think the N64 came out first, so it must have been that. Game Boy's been around. I mean, Game Boy's been it, around since like '80s. It was the Game Boy Advance with the Game Boy Color. Oh, okay, those came out. So like yeah, those 99, came out. 98. Yeah. and I think the N64 came out in '96. Disneyland. You worked at Disneyland. I did. Uh, so let's talk about yes Disneyland. and no, but yeah, I did. No? I, I worked in it not in like your typical way. I mean, I still do it kind of from time to time. So I worked 
uh, I worked at Disneyland as a um, what was my term? What was my production assistant? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of on call, I guess you would call mm-hmm. it. So basically, just a few times a year is whenever Disneyland would have their biggest events. So let's say like they're opening Star Wars Land or like they're opening. The first event I ever worked was when they opened the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Whenever these new things would happen, a new land would open, or, hey, it's Christmas time now, they would have what's called a media event. So they would invite, you know, NBC4, maybe OC Register, LA Times, all these big media outlets, and even some, like, Disney bloggers, you know, um, to come out um, all at one time during a media event, they call it, and check out whatever the new thing is. That way they could provide coverage for it, and Mm -hmm. then it would kind of promote... um, the new thing so like you know their followers could see it. they could be like oh exclusive first look and all that stuff so i would help work those events and it was super fun i mean i still they still call me sometimes if i'm available but the hours are are really hard they're like they're always you know because they try and correlate with like um broadcast news cycles which is like 6 a.m in the morning you know? and it's so like peak time where peak time is like is 6 starting, to 8 a.m yeah. so i would need to get there all my shifts start at midnight from like midnight to 10 a.m so now that I work here full time, I can't imagine myself going from midnight to 10 a.m., clocking off, and then coming straight here and working eight hours here. So, Wait, yeah. what made you do Titan Radio, like broadcasting? What made you be like, how did you even find it? What was the first thing? So my first day uh, on campus during my orientation day, Titan Radio was spinning the music. They were being the DJs for, like, you know, what, what's it called? Like, Welcome to CSUF Day or whatever it's called. Um, and I thought, well, that's pretty cool. Like, I loved music, and I loved it back then, too. Um, so I was like, I just walked up and be like, hey, this is really cool. Like, how do I get involved with this? Like, they didn't even have a table that they were, like, they weren't even, like, trying to, like, promote themselves. They were just providing the music. So I just walked up. How do I get involved? And then um, I also, later on, I had a class, um, just completely by chance, I had a class with someone who was a staff member here um, at the time. Her name was Holly, and she really encouraged me to get involved, too. So that's how I got involved. I see. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the first things you joined on campus. It was the first thing I joined, yeah. And then was there anything else afterwards, or were you just strictly focused on Titan Radio? This was the majority of my focus, but here and there, like, I joined Yoga Club for a little bit. Um, towards my last year, I joined the Society of Professional Journalists on campus. They were amazing. I really liked them. Um, and I joined ETC for a little bit, too, the Entertain- what, Entertainment oh, okay. and Tourism Club. Yeah, that's interesting. So, what was your show about? Also, you did it for f- eight semesters. So. Yeah, I changed it uh, every semester. I was one of the few DJs that did that. Most DJs kind of like pick a concept and keep it for a while, which, to be honest, is better. That's a better way to do it because then you can kind of keep, and you can keep consistent listeners. You know, your listeners know what to expect after however many episodes. Yeah. But I got too bored with them super quickly. So one semester I did all blues. Um, because I didn't see any other blues shows. So I was like, oh, this would be fun, and I love the blues. Um, another one I did all vinyl, just strictly playing vinyl, no digital media at all. Um, and then another, a lot of the other ones were just kind of like eclectic. One of the other ones was I only played songs that had uh, a space theme, like inner, like outer space theme. Uh, but mostly they were kind of just eclectic. That is pretty interesting that you would change your genre every, what was your name? What was the name of the show? They all changed. Oh, okay. You change it every semester. Yeah, I'll 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 reel off a few for you. So um, the vinyl one was called Surface Noise because sometimes when the record has dirt, that that noise that you kind of – those pops that you hear is because of the surface on it. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's Um, pretty cool. And then 
um, my blues show is called Monday Blues because people are sad on Mondays and it was on a Monday. And then uh, another one that I liked, which I think if I remember it was my last show, was called Four at Four. So me and my girlfriend um, picked four topics to talk about and our show was at 4 p.m. Oh, okay. So every show was different. We just talked about different four topics. Sometimes it was music, sometimes it was pop culture, sometimes it was like our classes mm-hmm. or something. So. Was she? All, oh, she was also a DJ here. Yeah, too. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did she do it for the eight semesters? Or yeah, eight semesters. Ye- uh, no, she was transferred, so she did oh, it just okay. for like four. Oh, okay, but that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. When you keep the same show, you know where to find it. You know, I like that show. Let me search the name. Let me just look for it in the list, and you mm-hmm. can just find it. It's not just that the content is changing, but you're just becoming like a different person each time. Yeah, I d- that you're entirely right. I mean, some shows I would talk more. Some shows I would have a guest on every time. You know, when I had the one with my girlfriend, I had a co-host every time. Mm-hmm. So that was really different. Yeah. So yeah, definitely different. But I mean, you get a lot more experience with that because you got the co-host experience. You got the sort of podcast guest experience. And then you got just playing different types of music. So you're a music person. Definitely. Because I don't think I could listen to the blues or vinyl or outer space music Mm -hmm. so you're you're just into like all the genres uh basically every genre yeah i mean for the most part i'd say my preferences are very like indie rock uh new wave and like shoegaze type of music oh yeah so what is your end goal for titan radio is it planning to be expanded this is a small area is Mm -hmm. it planning to be moved anywhere what is that i mean it would be great jokes aside it would be great for the physical Mm -hmm. space to be somewhere different just so so it is more presentable Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, other campuses, you know, the radio station is, like, right in the center, and, like, everyone sees it, and everyone knows what's going on. Yeah. Um, that's kind of a pipe dream, though, to be honest. So, really, the uh, the goal of Titan Radio, at least for me, is just to increase our presence on CSUF campus, and then beyond that, once we kind of secure that market a bit better, um, to get more involved with the Orange County community and get involved with people not directly tied to CSUF. You know, like, you see other radio stations, college radio stations that are interacting with like, you know, in LA that are interacting with not only just like UCLA, like UCLA radio interacts with UCLA and LA. Mm-hmm. I want to be like interacting with Cal State Fullerton and like Fullerton Orange County, yeah. you know. Because you get part of like Orange County register and mix some things into that and then see if you can get broadcast on like an actual radio station. Mm-hmm. That'd be a pretty good thing. And also another thing I wanted to ask, you're pretty young. Like, all jokes aside, you're pretty young. And you got this solid job here. What are your plans? Are you planning to stay here for some time or see if you can expand somewhere else and move out from here? What are those goals? I mean, Titan Radio is my baby, so uh, I want to see my baby grow for sure. Um, I plan on being here for for a while. I mean, right now I have no end date Mm -hmm. planned, so if that tells you anything, I suppose. Um, My goals are to stay in higher education, though, at least right now. I really enjoy just campus culture. Um, I've only known this campus, so maybe years down the line it would be kind of interesting to see another campus and get involved there, but it'd be hard to leave. I mean, I love Cal State Fullerton, so I mean, my plan is to stay in Cal State Fullerton and Titan Radio for a while. Because you did have a pretty solid experience going straight from high school into university, Mm -hmm. starting off with your own DJ show, joining more clubs. You changed majors like once, but it wasn't too much since you got a minor with it. Then you got a job right at campus right afterwards. Right. So it seems pretty interesting that you were able to do all of that in one go. Yeah. Um, something else, too, that I didn't mention, but so I actually, in February of this year, I got my dream job, quote-unquote, which wasn't this one at the time. I thought it was my dream job, and I, um, you know, I left Titan Radio to go do it. Um, I was there for about six or seven months, and I really didn't like it. So 
Actually, it was a really eye-opening experience for me. It was kind of like, you know, I got everyone's always thinking about what's their dream job, you mm-hmm. know, and they're just shooting for this one dream job, and that's the only thing they can see. And that was kind of me for a little bit, and I got it, and I'm super proud of myself for getting it, but I just really didn't like it. So kind of one of those eye-opening experiences, like, you know, you never really know what you want, I guess. You're not a passive person. What do you mean? So you came to Cal State Fullerton, you saw the Time Radio booth, and you went for it. Yeah. You did that. You did your eight semesters there mm-hmm. you weren't just sitting around and doing the same show over and over you changed up with that you graduated you went for your dream job and then you also left it because mm-hmm. a lot of people they would have just stuck with it because they try and force themselves down it so it right. seems that you do have your goals in mind and when you don't like something you're not afraid to say it oh that's for sure yeah, yeah. if i don't like something i'm gonna change it i'm yeah. not just gonna sit idly by i'm not someone who waits i'm Mm-hmm. I'm patient when I need to be, but also impatient when I need to be, if that makes sense. Because you're waiting, because you said you waited six, seven months, so you waited to I get a some time. Yeah. yeah. I guess so, enough, enough time, mm-hmm. I think, to be like, okay, no, I really don't like this. I'm, yeah. I'm going to make a change. Because a lot of people, like maybe their first major on campus or something, they wouldn't give it enough time and they would switch to a different major. And then there'll be like an endless cycle where they don't know what they actually like right. because they like the initial right. thing, they just didn't give it enough time. Right. So you. Yeah, I, I really like that, that you have your goals and your ambitions planned out and you know your own limits on what you do like, what you don't like, and how that fits into everything. Mm-hmm. And then, so why should students get involved with Titan Radio and other things on campus? What's so important about this? So I'll speak first just in a general sense, I guess. Just getting involved on campus, I mean, it got me this job. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it can give you jobs. I mean, I know I think that's the answer that people really want to hear is getting involved on campus can get you a job. I'm not going to say it will, but it can. Um, But even aside from that, there's so many benefits. I mean, having a community, having a sense of belonging, especially in a campus like this that's commuter-based. A lot of people are just driving here, driving away. Um, You need that. You need need people on campus. You need your support groups. So whether that's Titan Radio or whether that's the Anime Club or whether that's the Harry Potter Club or even the Physics Club, I don't know, whatever anyone else is into, you know. it's so important to get involved and to try so many things. I actually wish that I would have tried more than maybe just Titan Radio. I just got so swept up in it, um, and I love it. So I just kind of dedicated fully to mm-hmm. it. Um, but to to uh, bring up Titan Radio too. I mean, we're we're an amazing community here at the basement of the Pollock Library. I feel like we are open to so many different types of people. Um, any anyone who has an idea for a show, we'd love to see it. Kind of, we love all people. You know, all people down here in Titan Radio. Even if you don't think you want to have a radio show. There's so many other opportunities to be an intern or to just volunteer and hang out. I mean, you could just be like a friend and just hang out and try doing your homework down here. I mean, it'd be pretty hard to study. It gets pretty loud down here. And then talk a little bit about Street Team. Sure, yeah. yeah. Street Team, I wish I could say more. It's something that I need to work on for myself. Mm-hmm. I think I need to work on um, understanding what our Street Team is doing more on a day-to-day basis. But our Street Team is kind of our volunteers that help us with non-radio activities. So that would be like... Um, marketing and like uh, like going out on campus and like tabling you know like when you see people on Titan Walk like going and tabling and promoting us um, sometimes going to concerts and writing show reviews and stuff like that so it's kind of just other ways for people to test out what they like they could try photography they could try marketing they could try a bunch of different things mm-hmm. so because normally when you think about the radio station you only think about broadcasting and some people are shy they don't yeah. feel like they would fit into but in street team there's a lot more that strays not directly towards the whole broadcasting and speaking into a mic in front of an audience. So it seems like that would be a good fit for a lot of people who are maybe like trying to test the waters and just see how things are going, just to see like a little behind the scenes of the things that you guys do here. And then 
can we go back to your whole study abroad? Would you sure. study abroad again? Like in a heartbeat. If you would do that? Oh yeah, it was all, I mean, the great thing about my major too that I wound up graduating with American Studies is that they honored a lot of my classes that I took when I studied abroad. It's not like I wasted any time, you okay. know, all the classes, you know, <laughs> transferred and stuff. Um yeah, studying abroad, I'd say best two things I did in college would be one, join Titan Radio and two, study abroad is by far like best thing ever. Students who are trying to get into the study of American majors, there's the notion that these non-STEM subjects, they don't make any money. So what advice would you give them to people who have a passion in, say, American studies, but are also on the fence because they're worried about what their future career outlook might mm, be? That's a good question. Yeah, I think I get I've gotten that a few times, too, because communications and American studies are both considered. I don't know what the term would be. Maybe like, yeah, non-STEM, I guess, is a really good way to put it. More like liberal arts based, yeah. I guess. Um, as someone who loves liberal arts and like social studies and all that stuff, that was always my favorite subject. I think though they may not have a direct funnel to a job, I guess, like, let's say, you know, if you were like, um, computer science, you know, that's very clearly can route you towards so many engineering, computer science, like that type of world, you know? Um, whereas I didn't exactly get that funnel to a straight job, but I think for someone like me who, like you said, I kind of looked for my own opportunities. I got the skills that I needed and the knowledge that I wanted through a liberal arts degree and then was able to apply it in my own personal way. You know, it's very personable. Mm-hmm. I'm not, it's not like, oh, you're a math major, so you're going to be a math teacher or like a mathematician or anything like that. It's like, oh, you are an American studies major, so you can be, I mean, I know American studies majors who are librarians and like I'm in radio and I know some people who are doing broadcasting and like, you know, all that other, I guess radio and broadcasting are kind of the same, yeah. but you know what I mean? I can't think of any off the top of my head, but people who are going all mm-hmm. which ways with the major and the same with communications, it's pretty broad. And I don't believe you mentioned how you actually got this job here. Mm-hmm. It wasn't offered to you and no. you didn't even apply. Like there was talk about that. Yeah. That was um, an that's interesting an interesting story for yeah. sure. So I talked to some of the higher ups here at the university. This was after, so to rewind, I uh, was at my job, the um, my dream job that I didn't actually like that much. But anyway, so I talked to some of the higher-ups at the university, um, the director of Titan Communications over here, and then um, someone actually involved with the president's office that I'm pretty close with, and talked to both of them, and I was just like, hey, you know, I, I miss campus already. Like, I loved being here. I want to work here afterwards. Like, what are some ideas you have? And what are, you know, like, we, let's just brainstorm. And then, so we kind of both landed on the idea of, well, Titan Radio has never had a staff member. We were talking about how it's 20 years old. In 20 years, it's never mm-hmm. had a full-time staff member just dedicated to Titan Radio. That's it. Um, so I was like, well, I know I'd be good at that. I mean, I, I was a student here. I worked I worked here as a student. I volunteered here as a student. Like, I know the issues, like, the back of my hand, right? So I kind of just pitched the idea. I wrote up a little mock-up, like, hey, here are the problems in Titan Radio, and here's how I would solve them if I was to be a full-time staff member. And I gave it to, again, some of the higher-ups at the university, and they're like, okay, um, you got six months. Let's see what you can do. Um, that was in July, so now we're in December, uh, and they are renewing the position, I'm happy to say. So I was a little worried. That's yeah, six no. months are up. <laughs> no, no, they are renewing the position. Um, due to, like, legalities and stuff, I need to actually reapply for my position and re-interview and stuff like that. So there will be other candidates interviewing. Um I'm pretty confident that considering I'm the one that came up with the position, I will also keep the position, but you never know. I'm not going to, you know, what well, I don't know what the term is, like count my chips before I have them or something. Some, Yeah, so that goes back to you being a more active person than definitely. passive because then if you were a more passive person, you would have just stayed at that old job and not have done anything with it. Or even if you wanted to move from there, you would have just applied to a job that was already available, not actually make a plan 
and give it to people mm-hmm. and see if there is a job there. So that's pretty interesting that it was. Yeah, yeah it's kind of one of those neat. things. I guess you know you'll never know unless you ask type of thing. Yeah. Or like you know, I don't. I'm not saying that I'm messing up all my phrases and idioms, <laughs> but. Um, it's kind of like, you know, like you were saying, you know, you kind of got to reach out and take what you want. There's so many people out here that are doing amazing work and that want amazing jobs and you got to be just as competitive as them. So to finish off, what is some advice you would give to students? Like five tips. Okay. I'm no particular order. Just so you know, just as soon as I come to my mind, first thing. Aloha Java, if you bring your own um, mug, you can get all the drinks for a severely discounted rate, more than Starbucks, even sometimes $1. Wow. Um, and you're saving the environment by not uh, you know, promoting yeah. single-use plastic. So that's my number one tip. They do not advertise it well enough, so I'm here to tell you. You should advertise that. Though. Yeah, I'm here to tell you about that one. The other stuff is, on a more, I guess, serious note, is, like I said earlier, get involved with something. Mm-hmm. Find, your, find your Titan Radio. Like, this is mine. Like, this is my thing that I just dedicated myself to mm-hmm. like find whatever is you as like I had a, I had a friend who wanted a music industry club like um you know a club just for getting into the music industry and he didn't see one so he literally made one mm-hmm. called the music industry club so like that's really cool you know it, find your thing it's so easy to start a club here too like if you haven't found it just make your own yeah. club um aside from clubs too just try a bunch of different things I know a lot of people um some people I, I, I hear talk smack on GEs you know they think they're kind oh, of yeah. por- pointless they just want to get to their major already mm-hmm. I think GEs have such a huge value I mean you're learning so many things that you wouldn't normally learn I mean I took like a physics class and I'm never going to use physics again but super interesting glad I got exposed to it I mean it still has some sort of knowledge for me and I wouldn't have even found American Studies without taking my GEs my first American Studies class I took as a GE and then that's where I was like oh wow I really like this major and then I became that major so that could happen to anyone listening to this podcast you know you could take a bio 101 and be like well I actually love biology randomly you know I don't know how many points I did I think I did like three so far so let me think about some more um stop complaining about parking it's not that bad it is it isn't that bad that's my hot take people complain too much about it just park in the baseball lot it's really not that bad I'm trying to I should probably end it with a more serious one now let's see um I'm trying to think it oh the library is so underutilized. It is. The library has amazing resources, more than just books. It's got literally, talk to a librarian for literally 30 minutes, and they're going to open your world into some crazy stuff. I mean, we have first editions of Dune. We have, like, online access to, I'm going to say, almost anything in the entire world. Like, any movie, any old like ephemera any old marketing like there's databases for everything i'm i'm speaking more from someone who's done like research and like mm-hmm. you know american history and stuff like that but even beyond that there is so much thing and the best thing about the library too is if they don't have it they can get it for you there's like a thing called csu plus where we can rent anything from any of the csus there's um interlibrary loan where we can like collaborate with other libraries and they send us stuff and we send them stuff so that's my little two cents about nerding out a lot about the library if you haven't spent at least just 30 minutes, just talk to a librarian and just be like, what do I not know about the library? And they are just going to send you on some crazy paths and it's going to be awesome. That's, I mean, I'm so happy that I am now back at the university because I have access to the library again. I mean, it's just an amazing resource. Are you part of the Alumni Association? I am. You are. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I know. So I could have. I can also get yeah. lending privileges through that, too. That's yeah. actually why I joined, if mm-hmm. I'm being honest. I'm on this alumni podcast. The reason I joined the (laughs) Alumni Association is because of the library. Okay, to end it off, 
your biggest regret in college? What is that one thing that you just wanted to do? I guess... Hmm. One thing. They're kind of niche, I guess. Let me think. Even though my path went went great, it got me where I wanted to mm-hmm. be, if I would have joined American Studies earlier, I could have taken a lot more of the American Studies courses. Mm-hmm. And I they're now looking back, I look at the courses, and I'm like, oh, man, I would have loved to take that. Yeah. Like, that sounds so fun. Um, another thing, honestly, if I would ma- if I was to start my bachelor's right now today, I bet you that I would be an American Studies major, but I would be a geography double major. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. So with that, we're going to end the episode here. Thank you so much, Matthew, for joining us this week and sharing your experiences and wisdom with us. If you want to connect with Matt and ask him any questions about Titan Radio or about his experiences at Cal State Fullerton, you can search him up, Matthew Sylvester, on Titan Pro Network. So sign up for that today. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people on there who give career advice, review resumes, and be your mentor. It's basically our own Titan LinkedIn site. So you can connect with all of them today. So thank you again, Matthew, for taking the time to come with us. Thank you for having me. And my last little note is if any student would like to talk to me about anything, I mean, I was just a student less than a year ago, and I would Mm -hmm. love to talk to them. Um, I'm on the Titan Pro Network, and I will be better about Free UHUD. I will be better about being on there. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. But in addition to that, I'm also on Twitter, and you can find my email with the campus directory. You can also literally just come down to Titan Radio, and I'll be here, like, most of the time. So 